0: All right. Hello, everybody. It's Are They Out There, and uh, we are really going to go down the rabbit hole tonight. We are going to talk about Bob Lazar and uh, his uh, his claims and what he thinks about UFOs. And but uh, well, we have the privilege of having Fred Lewis with us again tonight, because I think Fred wants to go down the rabbit hole with us on this. Uh, and, of course, uh, our continuing co-host with Stuart and Bobby. So welcome, everybody. Um, uh, let's get this out of the way too. Get a hold of us at Are They Out There, the Number One at Gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on YouTube, uh, iHeart Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, so check us out and let's uh let's get right to this, guys. So who wants to jump into this about Bob first, man?
1: Uh, Bobby. Well, oh, I know Bobby's been uh doing a lot of research, and I know it's kind of well, so, like, I, I didn't really know much
2: about him at first. And, you know, uh, so what I read is he's, he's basically, um, nobody can, can uh, he, he's basically a fucking uh, self-proclaimed fucking physicist. And he says he was uh, hired, like, in the 80s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology, um, saying mm-hmm. he worked at a secret site called S4. Uh, yep. Supposed to be yeah, uh Lake. Right, it's supposed to be a facility like near uh, Area Fifty One, but it uh basically he says U.S. government briefing that described alien involvement in human affairs over the past ten thousand years. Um, his mm-hmm. claims brought additional public attention to Area Fifty One and fueled conspiracy theories surrounding its classified activities, and uh, basically Lazar has no evidence of alien life, technology, anything. Um, and the thing with the guy is, uh, until Stu brought it up is when you look into his background, like even his criminal record and shit, it, it's like, why the hell would anybody take this guy serious?
0: (laughs) Right. So, you know, here's the thing too. So Bob Lazar, uh, claims to have gone to MIT, right? So he, in high school, he finished third from the bottom of his class he actually uh attended pierce junior college now when mm-hmm. he was claiming the professor of his of, uh classes that could verify who he was was at mit they yep. found this professor at pierce junior college um yeah when he was where at- they were like That's- yeah so i mean he never went to mit or anything like that you know and he claimed to have worked on the quote sports car or the ufo's out there um, he he had mentioned that like he was walking down a hallway and he looked in this room and he saw a long arm and and, and saw the little greys in there uh with men in lab coats and the UFO he was working on supposedly was like child-sized seats in it and and shit like that and then that's where he described the whole anti-gravity motor in the middle of the UFO and all that bullshit. But, so and I, you know, he
2: also said he went to fucking Caltech and. Uh, yeah. you know and people are like dude if you go to Pierce like, you don't go to MIT
1: you know um, yeah well, and Brian, I think of, like, what he was talking about is like all that uh, that stuff when it it goes back to like he, there's the things that he does have for are, like the bone scanner there's a certain scanner that they had out at uh, the S4 site that he was able to describe and whatnot but everything that he has said or done, they've been able to backtrace it to where there, uh, something that came out like a movie or like some article or something along the lines came out before uh he made his claim of something you know what i mean he did ha- he did have that periodic uh you know the uh element what 150 what was it element what is it
2: uh one or yeah element 1 yeah
1: 115
2: or something like it. it's a 115
0: but what's uh, funny, at the same point, he, time, he wears a T-shirt with that it, shit on it too all the time.
1: Yeah, but at the, at the same point in time, that that it's like you know the elements go in order, you know, like one, two, three, four, five, six. You know what I mean? Like to guess, you know what I guess that there's gonna be an element one fifty-two. You know what I mean? And it's going to be some type of propulsion system that's going to happen where they have the neuron colliders come together. I'm just I'm the one sporting that fucking claim right now.
2: So and eventually so here it, is it is will right here, Stu. It says Lazar claim that the propulsion of studied vehicle ran on an antimatter reactor and was fueled by the chemical element with atomic number 115, which at the time was provisionally named Unapinium and had not yet been artificially created. And it wasn't synthesized until like 2003. See, and here's the thing,
0: I think where he got like some of his information and shit. So he he did work at Los Alamos, right? Yeah. But it was... um, the the mess Mason or Messon facility, right? And in, in um, he was it was basically just a physics facility, and he was just they hired him to work there, and that was it. I mean, he wasn't like some special dude where they're like, my God, Bob's here, you know? Let him have his lab and stuff like that. Bullshit, you know. I mean, he's, he was just a
3: work like you and I would get hired there, you know. So. Um, no, I think so. So he's a sk- like just might might know like one thing and made up a bunch of other shit. Well, or he's,
2: exactly. you know, he's a fucking, he's a parrot. You know what I mean? He, you know, yeah. hears somebody else say things enough that he, you know, repeats them. Yeah.
1: You well, know? here's one of the things. We talk about like him being a physicist and whatnot. When you talk with other physicists, they they say that Bob does not sound like a physicist. He does not think like a physicist. He does not do all these things that other physicists do and the way that they kind of come together because physicists. I mean, they, they have a quantum, like, you know, belief to their fucking core. <laughs> you know what I mean? About there's a certain way to go about things. And if you get taught that way, I, I imagine it's very hard to unlearn the, uh, you know, the, the way that they have to go about proving things.
2: Well, and right. then like, and like, man, you don't know the way the government is. If it was something that big in the fucking 80s and 90s. They wouldn't have his ass roaming around. Like, they would have put dope in his car he'd have ended up in You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you ain't running around
1: yeah. telling about your yeah. fucking people, space people, shuttles and shit. You know, the whole whole thing happened, right? And then, like, the, another thing that's all kind of climbing to fame is that he was, um, he took a couple friends out to where he knew the testing site was at, where they were sitting out there, and they said, and these other four people that do not know each other, some of them don't like each other, and they basically said that there was something flew overhead that they could not explain. Now, whether that was a test flight of some, you know, like a new type of drone or a new, like you know, the SR seventy one or the you know the B two, yeah. who knows? But the thing well, is, mean, though, on the third day that they went out there, they got caught.
0: See, back in the back in the eighties, though, you had um, you had the Nighthawk, you <laughs> had the F one seventeen under development. Yeah, right. So here, here's a thing for me that I think why he started doing this so in the it, all of this started coming about in the late 80s, right So in 1986 he declared bankruptcy okay uh-huh. and he was a self-proclaimed film processor at that time. So here's a guy that's claiming bankrupt uh, bankruptcy right needs money right knows a little bit maybe about what he's talking about. But then, goes like full bore, right? And look mm-hmm. at the notoriety in the books, the movies, right? Um, the paid interviews. Now he's making bank, right? So he goes from being broke to uh, look at me, and and of course, every time he gets interviewed, he's like, you know, I, I really don't believe in UFOs really that much. I mean, I don't, I don't study them.
1: I don't like. Yeah, no, he's like, I do not want to hear about them.
2: Like
1: he's yeah, like, you know. he's talking on Rogan, and he's like, "Man, I don't care anything about alien life. You know, yeah. yeah, but he says he also off of it either, but you know, well, yeah, and he I owns get... he owns well, he a also, chemical company too. Yep. Yeah, he owns a chemical and like uh, yeah, there's a number of things, but the chemicals that they were selling, and I do believe where well, some of them are illegal, <laughs> and then <and laughs> he got in trouble with that. As I, I don't, I can't, don't quote me on it, but yeah, I'm just like his entire life. But here's one of the things that are like, okay, you get somebody like Tony Stark, right? You're going to be like, I don't give a fuck what that guy has done. Like put him into the lab and give whatever he needs. You know what I mean? Like what, like, what has he done? What did he do? Like, what has he created? What has he done? Anything in this world that would like, imbeho- like that you think that they would be like, I, we need that guy to reverse engineer that piece of technology that nobody else can figure out.
2: Yeah, yeah, and right. the thing is, so, and I try to put this in people's mind, if you live through it, it's not like today. Like, you could, people in the 80s, and we saw it tons of times with, like, uh, you know, people, uh, Frank Dukes is my favorite, you know. You couldn't refute people because there was no way to really look them up. Like, to research shit had to be through newspapers and maybe a, a video somebody caught with a goddamn 20-pound camcorder Microsoft. You know, you could, you could bullshit, you know, the stories in it. nowadays, you know, it's a fingertip away. Like your fucking phone will right. snatch yeah. up information.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so here's the, here's the other thing, you know, he says he was a physicist, right? Yeah. So even the Smithsonian looked into this and they're like, he's just a self-proclaimed. There's no yeah, evidence no, I, of him yeah. being one, you know? No. Schizo. I mean,
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, what else? What, what else? It's kind of easy to his paint.
1: Parents, his parents fucking charged him with fucking fraud. Like they filed charges against him with the police for like fraud or you know embezzlement. Like, I mean, he got he got busted for running a brothel. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. <That's> the prostitution <laughs> the, ring.
2: in nineteen ninety, he was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. And had to reduce the pandering uh, and had to do yeah. 150 hours of community service, stay away from brothels and undergo <laughs> psychotherapy. <Wow. laughs> okay.
0: So now, now here's where I'm going to play the devil's advocate in one sense. Right. Do you remember, uh, uh, uh Barney and, and Betty Hill, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the adopt the, the, uh, ab- Jesus boy, I'm having a hard night tonight. Um, where the ufos came down and got him <laughs> yeah, yeah. so 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 betty under hypnosis drew a star map right uh, do, you, do you remember that when we yeah, talked yeah. about it right and um somebody like charted out the stars and um said it was zeta reticuli okay uh, <clears throat> in lazar's um uh quest and stuff like that um he described the grays being from um, a two-star binary system and guess what the system was
1: zeta yeah. reticuli zeta. right yeah.
0: so like okay so is there a correlation there or did he just pull that out of the air from you know uh betty's story you know what i mean yeah. or is there something to this because you know, that Zeta reticuli comes up all the time it, with um, UFO talks and stuff like that, like where the greys come from, uh, you know, because I guess there's – they've classed different aliens as different types of so the greys are the most common. But every every now and then you keep hearing, you know, the Zeta reticuli system of where the greys come from. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
1: Hmm.
2: I, I think he saw, I think he, he, he got some, so I, I think the guy just got some, uh, newspaper or he was shit. He was following, you know, and, and made his story believable. You know, if you got no,
3: kind of hard to be a coincidence,
1: yeah, uh, well, there's I, a guy. I, there's a guy that basically like he uh, obsessed over the whole Bob Lazar thing and he essentially broke down everything every like main point of uh, his story he was able to go back and be like you know okay well this you know like this there's an article that came out a year before Bob came out with this or you know there but there's nothing that Bob Lazar has come out with that was like original everything can be traced back to something before that he could have seen a newspaper article or he could have done something. Now, is there some weird shit that goes on? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like the security, like, you know, like they, uh, there was this one where they tried denying that he uh, worked for them whatsoever. And you can see very clearly that his name is like on a flight manifest or you (laughs) can see that it's on, um, you know, some type of like, uh, uh, what is it? A uh, What are those called? You know what I mean? Like, it, it basically gave his phone number. You know what i mean it's a uh God, why am i spacing the word for I know, it right brain cramps tonight yeah it's not an inventory it's a directory
2: Yeah,
1: you know i mean there so there's go. a directory yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: a <clears throat> so, so here's here, here's another thing with bob too though all right remember mm-hmm. he said that you know he's the one that found the element 115 and all that and that the fbi re, uh raided his house yeah, trying to yeah. recover the element right you know what the truth of that yeah. one is the FBI right. raided his house because he had sold um, a, a, a drug called thallium, I think is how you pronounce it, to a murder suspect in Michigan. shit! Wow. right. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> the wasn't listed as a suspect, but, you know, he gets raided by the FBI. And instead of being honest about why, he's saying, oh, it's because they, they were trying to get the element 1115 back from me. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? Are, he, I mean it's a great spin.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. you can use everything to turn into whatever you want. That's it's, it's, it's a what is thing you? It's Probably I like mean, a sociopath too. <laughs> I, look
1: in the, I didn't think it, it, I mean that's when they could that was prime time they could fucking kill you no problem. And you're, you know what I mean? Like you go out camping in the woods, like or you go on a plane ride or some something. When you got a flat that
3: tire on the road. A tractor trailer truck runs you over. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you just go ninety night. You know. Not well, I, mean, come back even, from it. I mean,
2: they didn't even. I mean, didn't even go that hard with Ruby Ridge. They just went and shot everybody. Did right?
1: you ever hear? Did you ever hear about the one guy who uh, was missing fingers, had like a, a scar across his chest and whatnot, and he said that he got into a firefight in Delta Force where they were down caverns. The they were. They were digging a secret underground base. And then uh they went down they broke through a cavity in the um in the top and they went into this place and there was a ton of aliens that were there. And they ended up getting to a firefight with them. And uh he said he killed one of them, and then the like the alien had like a a plasma, like you know, almost like a laser pin, but it sliced his fingers off <laughs> and burned his chest. And then a Delta Force commando threw him in basically on a gertie that was like, you know, elevator going back up. And that was the last he heard of it. He spoke at so many different conferences, everything like that. And he's like, if I die, you know, uh, under suspicious circumstances, you know, it'll prove everything. Well, he he did end up dying not too much longer after he came out with his stories. Right. And uh, they found it. It was was, um, he was strangled by surgical cord, but the weird thing about it was, is that it was tied from the back with his hands and whatnot. There's no way that he could have done it, and it was listed as suicide. But yeah, you know I what see. I mean. So, it, <clears throat> yeah, right. Uh, well, so it, I mean that that happens
2: quite often. Like I want to say, man, Hill might have been just last year when uh, another Clinton employee, you know, they they deemed it suicide, and he had a shotgun blast to the chest and hung with an electrical cord. Um Man. there was a guy right, down well, here like
3: balancing the chair and then you're called
2: there yeah. was a guy the blast didn't ago, kill
0: you knocking you off the chair or hanging yourself will they Pretty they amazing. deemed him,
2: they they deemed him as well. He was another Clinton ordeal uh he uh he had three gunshots to the head suicides.
0: Yeah right uh, all right well well, let's let's not get off into the Clinton stuff and all that let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. keep on track here you know yeah. but we're um, talking about aliens
3: right I mean
0: yeah so so <laughs> all right so Lazar says that you know the S4 has these UFOs and stuff right okay and we're, we're yeah. all in agreement Lazar's probably a little out there right wow. I mean liar but now think about what's been going on with the stuff coming out about Admiral Wilson. Yeah, and the Wilson memorandums. I think Lazar knows something. I think, it's, something.
1: Um, I think
0: it's, yeah. It, it's, I see, and then this is where I go back to. Okay, I I think he's a fake, but then I I've got some of the transcripts sitting here in front of me between um, it's uh, Doctor Eric Davis and Wilson's uh, interview, basically, and the memorandum yeah. that you can find at Congress. I mean, it's it, it's the Freedom uh, Information Act with Congress, right? And part of this is, and and I'm not going to go into a lot of it, right? And and I'll just check this out. So he's talking about all these places like um, the reason like the military or the government, you don't get information from it because it's private industry doing the research, right? So take Skinwalker Ranch, for instance, right? The ranch was bought by Bigelow Aerospace, right? He was doing the research for the government but you couldn't get any information out of him because he's he's a private contractor, right? Yeah. So um, now Bigelow sells it to um Brandon Fugel, right? Fugel's a big yeah. real estate guy here. He's doing all these investigations, but again, private. Right? So you're not going to get any information unless, you know, you you're latching onto the TV series or you just listen to what he puts out, you know, uh type thing. So well, that's uh, the
2: well. I think this. uh, Sorry, Gary. What I was gonna, what I was gonna bring up, like you were talking about Bigelow. You know, him and Lazar, Robert Bigelow had a had a uh, you know they had a a relationship as well. And the reason they got into it is uh, Lazar tried to Lazar supposedly brought him Element One One Five to look at. And it ended up being yeah. aerogel. It was aerogel. Jesus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. So, so he, he he fucking snagged some pieces of aerogel and tried to, uh, you know, basically bullshit this guy into thinking that this was this fucking element. Wow. Yeah. So
0: so getting getting back to the admiral and stuff here, um, uh, they're talking about UFOs and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And. They're talking about, like, the deputy director um, of the CIA. Uh, They're talking about all this stuff. And um, Eric Davis, who's kind of interviewing the admiral, asks him, you know, who was on it, you know, recognize any names. Uh, Admiral's like, this is a core secret. Uh, Willing to say most were program employees' names and titles civilians. Didn't recognize any military personnel that could be there, Right. He asks, any politicians? Nope. No White House names, no president, no congressional people, no congressional staffers. Any in Clinton or Bush senior administrations? No. But a handful of names were Pentagon individuals I recognized, a few from OUSDAT, uh, one from another department and another from uh, NSC, who is a Pentagon SES employee, right? So you just go down and... Uh, he, he's talking about uh, program managers said there were not any weapons programs, uh, not any intelligence programs, no special ops or logistics programs, doesn't fit in any of these categories. And I ask uh, what they were then, and they got a groan from the program manager and the security director and attorney say it's okay to say it. So he said, say what? Right? So the admiral goes there was a reverse engineering program something recovered years ago in the past Techno- uh, technological hardware was recovered so i thought they meant recovered soviet chinese etc hardware and reverse engineered it like a missile or intel platform aircraft actually come to a meeting expecting to find a sensitive foreign collection and reverse engineering project thought ufo's used as a cover for that uh, so i said that and they said that they weren't that either so they just he goes through this whole thing and it's all about basically um that it it was a ufo and he questions about roswell that there were craft bodies autopsies home and air force base landing um mi12 and leaked documents and now i saw something um i didn't print it out but from the uk with information similar to this, uh, as well, and um, uh, everybody went mum and declined to discuss these. Um, the uh, admiral was threat; had threatened to go to uh, uh, SAPOC to complain and gain access to their program, and they said, "Go ahead and do what you must." Right, um, and he was angry because he was de- being defied; uh, they were defying his authority to be read in with the good logical reason. Um, and nobody would budge. So, uh, he said the outcome was the meeting broke up and I returned to Washington. And, um, so basically he says, um, they were telling the truth about seeing alien hardware
2: is yeah, what,
0: what the outcome was.
2: And this, this is the, the Admiral Wilson memo, like with, uh, Eric Davis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Davis. And, um, you know, I this was from let's see, when was this was, this was in the nineties. I don't know what the hell I was putting my sunglasses on for. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um there was no uh redaction or anything in it. Um and the paperwork came from um uh Will Miller uh on some of the some of the information as well. So I mean. So then does Lazar, like like Fred said, know a little bit? Right? Oh, for sure. And, and maybe be speaking a little bit of the truth because he was involved with some of this info, or did he overhear it? Was he, you know what I mean? Um, because yeah. if you watch if you watch the Joe Rogan thing, like he keeps deferring everything to Jeremy, and Jeremy talks in circles. Yeah, like well, I said, like
2: he's yeah, he, yeah, he talks till, like, all in circles. Corner,
0: and know? and that's what they—that's so. Where um, I think Bobby said it, or or maybe you did, Stuart, about um, the ten thousand year old thing. That's where they yeah. it, it, during this and during this um, investigation, it is where archaeologists supposedly found a yeah. UFO, right? But then you go back to the question. Yeah. Okay, where are the guys with the brushes that were brushing away the sand? Right? Uh, where are they at? Right? I mean, yeah, did they exactly. silence them? Um, was know. it actually archaeologists or was it a military dig?
1: Right? Yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. Or, or did like, you know what? Or maybe the fact that like they, when they were doing scans, they kind of like the guy that the uh whatever craft it's stuck an energy source was still fucking going so they were like what in the fuck is that you right. know what i mean or maybe that Well, when did that when did that when did that come out like that what, when was that was that like uh what's the day? the 90s okay so yeah so that just did so it would have been in the 90s when did he come out his uh, yeah he i don't know yeah in the- so i
0: I think this interview was like in '93. I I I'd have to go back and look. This interview, was, the
2: interview with with uh, with with the admiral, I want to say was in '02.
0: Well, I think that's 02. when it was released. Hang on one yeah. sec here. Um, you guys go ahead and talk. I'll I'll, I'll keep. Looking I could be wrong, but this. anyway,
2: just to catch everybody up, who Admiral Wilson was is you know he was a vice admiral, and uh, he was uh, the director of intelligence from '99 to '02. And then he was also the director of intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, and the deputy director for the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Um, he ended up retiring from the Navy in like oh2 And the, the way that this this uh, memorandum even come to light, which was it was actually uh, entered into Congress, I want to say in 2022, uh, an astronaut, uh, what was his name? Damn, uh, Edgar Mitchell um, had died. Mm-hmm. And they were going through his effects and found this. So it was, Mm -hmm. this is how it wasn't like uh, something that was given out to the media uh, or a guy did an interview. Like this was shit was hidden. Um, And I don't know. I haven't looked enough how, uh, you know, Eric Mitchell or Edgar Mitchell ties in with those guys, but some, somehow he ended up having this. And when he passed away in 2016, uh, somebody found it digging through his shit. um, And then that's mm-hmm. how it become, you know, public, public record. So, mm-hmm.
0: so here's how, this is how the, so the interview um, was in 02 uh, when this came out, but what the interview was all about is when he talked to um this uh, Miller guy back in uh, 97, June of 97 and April of 97. So basically he was telling, um, the doctor in this interview about his conversations from the nineties with um, with Miller. So, uh, and they, and he talked about the different agencies and stuff like that uh, about the reality of all the different agencies and stuff. And um, they actually uh, had this with the Admiral behind the EG and G building in a car. They sat out in a car and did this interview so little little strange. And they, they met at 10 a.m., he says, and he started at 10 10. And they got they talked until um basically an hour and 10 minutes with this interview. Yeah. So, but I mean, he he talks about MJ twelve, Roswell, um, and stuff like that, and saying that these were all, all true things. So, you know, when when you think about Like this seems to come up every 10 years or five years, whatever it is for technology to catch up. But if you think about it, right from Roswell and some of the quote UFO crashes, then all of a sudden we have led lights and we have these lightweight materials and, you know, all of a sudden we have, you know, cell phones, right. Powerful cell phones Mm -hmm. and in the tech, not all, where did, where did, how did we advance this technology Right, they went so Velcro. quick,
3: Velcro came out of
1: nowhere,
0: right? You know, yeah. I mean, think about it. Look at the Wright brothers when they flew that first airplane, and then all of a sudden, I mean, not that long after, man, we got jets flying across the ocean. <laughs> you know, how did how did we advance that fast in in science
1: mm-hmm. in oh, technology?
0: Man. Fiber I optics.
1: Well, here's one of the things I like I always say, you know, and Bobby, you always talk about, you know, German engineering. You know, well, Hitler sent p- people all over the world to crazy ass places looking for, you know, artifacts or looking he, for Yeah, you know, he was
2: big on like religious artifacts and stuff like that too.
1: Well, what I'm always like, you know, talk thinking about as far as like, you know, the Nazis and, and their advancements and whatnot, because when we took when we finally, you know, defeated uh, the Nazis, it was like a mad grab for scientists, for tech, for everything. Like, I mean, for God's sakes, like, you know, like the AK 47, Klitschnikov, right? Like, that guy actually did not invent it. That was actually a German made uh, plan that he found when they, yeah, they, they like uh, it. I actually planned. remember reading about that. Yeah, he took the thing, he took the plans, went back to Russia and produced one of the most mass. You know what I mean? But that was made for World War II because the Germans and the mud and all the shit.
2: So I I wanted to bring up something that's in that memorandum that uh, Eric Davis is asking Admiral Wilson these questions. And uh, anyway, he asked him on here about UFOs and stuff. And he he says, UFOs are real. He said, so-called alien abductions are not real. Are
3: not. Are not.
2: So hmm. I was like, okay, like,
3: how would they know? But
2: yeah, uh, have, so, there's 13 pages that's a good question. I
0: mean, in the last pages
2: of this, I would, I would say, give every, tell everybody to kind of read it. It's not that it's so long, but it's the way it's, it's conversation. And it gives uh-huh. a ton of, uh, it gives a ton of people and stuff like that that you could go and look into. But there's a lot of questions he refuses to answer.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So you know, you know, by is, saying well, that,
3: they're almost saying they know him, they know him well enough to know that they don't do abductions.
1: Yeah. Well, here's one thing, so I I also I just saw this one thing where um uh, uh there was I forgot I think it was a Marine, but they were in the Philippines and uh they were kind of doing a joint mission out there. Well, a couple of Marines came upon like uh, essentially a craft, and they were like, "What in the hell?" But there was private security there that was like human, and they were loading up like people, you know what I mean? And they were loaded up drugs, is what they they were kind of like thinking. But it was like human trafficking. So there's a there is a hypothesis or there's a theory that these private enterprises, these people, are using it to kind of ship drugs and like and human trafficking around the world.
2: Well, yeah, you know I mean, I hey, I gotta bring it up because it's okay. red on here. Is uh, you know, they were talking about the alien sightings in Peru and all that stuff, yeah. this last year, yeah. and uh, yeah. they ended up being illegal gold miners. Like but dressing, I was just like it's it's dressing
1: like, up like, like aliens and scaring the locals. But
3: where, yeah, did get, where did they get the
1: gold? Where do they get jetpacks though? Man, I don't, and if I'm, I don't, I don't know don't, bro. if you can buy jetpacks, then why are you still gold mining? <laughs> Well, the
0: thing is, gold. Right. Well, I, I, you know what? I don't think, you know, they said the jetpacks, but you know what I think it was for the lights? I think it was drones.
2: It wasn't. It was L.A. gear lights. I had a pair in like the seventh grade. <laughs> and when you stepped on the fucking back of the shoe, it lit up like it lit up red.
1: They were hovering, above, they were hovering like one to three meters of the jungle floor.
0: That That's and- what they were saying. But Um, I mean, they brought in the army and found the gold miners, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So exactly Mm -hmm. right. Coincidence they were there too. Come on. So, so Fred, with when you were with Parker, where did you guys go? Like, I know you went to
3: Peru, right? No, I went to Papua New Guinea and
0: Australia. Papua New Guinea in australia okay so with australia or anything like that in your journeys and stuff like that and not part of the gold mining, but did you ever see anything out of the ordinary in
3: those parts of the world in the sky or anything like that no the only time i've ever seen stuff was either in idaho or maine (laughs) never anywhere weird uh you know i lived in hawaii for six years and you'd think that'd be a place you'd see a lot of stuff like that but never saw anything like that either interesting
1: there's a famous uh, sighting that was along the. I can't. remember, It's like the, You know, like when you take that left thread, and it's like you're. It's the final stretch to Dawson, and you cross that bridge. And there's that fuel depot. You know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. you head to the North Pole or to the to the Arctic Circle.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, there's supposedly like what happened was back in the day. Uh, there was a UFO and it was the size of a football field, and it basically went down. It was traveling at probably about like you know 10-15 miles an hour down that river, and it, people observed it for about 45 minutes, and then it's almost like they were changing a flat tire or something. Yeah, you know I mean, because as soon as that, you know, they said there was a different type, a sound of a different hum, and that thing took off. But there were people just sitting there, just pacing along with it and just taking the pic. But this thing was just cruising down the river. Yeah, well, so. you know and, and I think
0: i'm I'm gonna give Bob Lazar credit for one thing. he got people talking about UFOs, right? Okay. and more people watching the night sky. I mean, you have the Phoenix lights. um, you have the Gulf breeze lights, right um, you know, you um uh, if you remember there was the abduction there on um uh, the Mississippi River, those two fishermen that say they were taken yeah. by aliens when they were fishing, right? I mean, more ufo stuff came out after lazar started talking yeah. about ufos
3: well, you know and working on them
1: well, so well, i gotta well, give I mean, you credit
3: for past, that we're past denying it
1: at this point so i mean well, yeah well you know the phoenix lights right, right crazier. so yeah you know, they had that b right and the people said that they saw it, like through, through multiple counties and whatnot well there was a guy who came like who came forward and uh he was working on basically but they were like um as far as like balloons you know what i mean for like uh surveillance high high altitude surveillance balloons but these things could travel like mock like 10 or some shit something yeah. absolutely insane but i remember and he was like basically like you know like he recognized the lights and he was like oh i know what that is you know what i mean and he was trying to say that was a surveillance but What's even crazier is that you can't find that that video of this guy explaining what it is anymore on so, the internet. So, Stu, what you're, what, what you're
2: describing right there, and I told this to Gary the other night, a few years ago, I was sitting in a yard with a friend of mine, and he lives in the country, so there's no lights out there. You can see the sky really well. And uh, yeah. we're just sitting outside talking, and I'm looking, and I was like, man, do you see that? And and I showed it to him, and he's like, yeah, it was super bright, like, brighter than brighter than the North Star. And yeah. it, it was it was sitting stationary, and man, I'm going to tell you, when it went from a dead stop and it cleared the entire night sky within about two seconds instantly, like that, and we're not talking about fade out like a shooting star or something like that. I mean, he stopped, and he looked down at me, dude, and his eyes were about that fucking big. And yeah you're you're never going to convince me that's a satellite or anything else to go where it went from a dead stop and being that bright and to clear the whole damn sky in one second like just like that
1: and that's like satellites they just travel at a certain speed like like fred we were in oregon when right
3: it's a certain speed speed. all of them travel the same
1: yeah like they travel at something like 50 15,000 miles an hour, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same, like, it's a constant just because of the, like, when you get past Earth's gravity, that's just how fast you travel. Um, but yeah, I remember when we were in Oregon, uh, Starlink launched, and we would see those satellites just, like, tra- that going was- across the sky. Yeah. And even up in, uh, Bobby, if you remember, even up in um, in the Yukon, like, uh, we would see there, there, but that would just be, like, crisscross, ship was just going everywhere, <laughs> but it's hmm.
3: It's, it's obvious it's the same speed it doesn't have any trails it's
2: um, not yeah so but i mean it's it like counts. like you can watch it like it's noticeable across there this was dead stop to a i mean just a, a blistering pace man like it was gone within a second
1: from left well, yeah. to right out of sight have you ever heard of the program called aurora
0: aurora yeah
1: aurora so there's this one thing that they have where they basically this jet or this missile or what i don't know what it is but there's this one like this so there's a memorandum that talks about the aurora and then they have this one if you look it up there's a vapor trail that starts from you know like uh area 51 and this thing is fucking cooking like you know what i mean but it goes around almost pretty much like uh, around the world and it does it i think you know it was in like Something ungodly, like to, I I can't. I don't want to quote the time because I know I'll be wrong. But the the only reason that they were able to track this thing was a vapor trail.
0: Yeah, and it was even like yeah. donut rings. It was even like donut yeah. rings in the vapor trail. And I for, I forget what the engine was called. It's supposed to be an Aurora. um Yeah. That's supposed to be. Well, I hate to use the term out of this world, but yeah. And somebody yeah. actually had a picture of these donut rings in the vapor trail. Mm-hmm. So, which, which yeah. is pretty wild. So, I mean, friend, when you now you said Idaho and Maine, what did you see up in Idaho?
3: Idaho was actually wasn't very long ago. It was probably like four years ago. I was with my wife up there for uh, I think it was her class reunion, and we were doing a barbecue. It was nighttime, and then we just basically saw these um orbs of light in the sky. And they just started moving around sporadically, uh, going in directions that you know it couldn't have been flares. It couldn't have been airplanes. There was no sound. And we watched them for like 15, 20 minutes with about six other people. And then (laughs) they were just freaking gone. And it was one of those things where it's like, we're all sitting there having intelligent conversations about it. We we're all acknowledging that this is not something that is existing on our planet. (laughs) Um, Right. And and, you know,
0: it's 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 interesting with uh, what you said that most sightings like that, they don't hear any noise.
3: Yeah. No noise at all. Nothing, nothing, not not even like zooming, not humming, nothing. And they weren't very far they didn't seem like they were like in the night sky. They seemed like they were in the same space we were in, like enough where you could see yeah. shadows, and, and you could see not shapes of the object, but enough where you could see that there's something behind the light.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's crazy, because I mean, I live at Hill, right by Hill Air Force Base, and I mean, when an F-35 takes out of here, you know an F-35 is leaving the base, right? You know, so yeah. you would have to think that something yeah. like what you saw should make an extreme amount of noise moving like that. I, I've been Wait, around some
3: of, the, some of the high-tech stuff the military has in special ops, especially with like stealth uh helicopters and stuff like that. <laughs> There's you still hear them. They're not, right. yeah. they're not silent. Yeah, they
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I so I got a question, Gary. Um, like how far is you think like Area 51 uh Skinwalker Ranch, like, how far is all that stuff from each other?
0: So you're looking. So Blind Frog and Skinwalker are about 20 miles from each other. Area 51 from um, Skinwalker would probably. You're about 10 hours, probably. I mean, for okay. for me, Area 51, I, from where I'm at, I'm uh I'm about eight. Right, because I'm I'm six to Vegas from here. Okay,
2: so I'm just I'm just because it seems like I was wondering how close they were together. Because if if you if you you know you put in their like Skinwalker or any of those names and in Area 51, there's always something you know a story that's got them tied together. Which you know I know we said well, that you know Bigelow you know here right. well uh... let me
0: let me maybe give you a story that circulated for a while here in Utah once area 51 was basically huh. discovered and you were able to see it on the maps google maps all that bullshit satellite photos um supposedly here not far from me is supposed to be the new area 51 here in Utah um mm-hmm. out by uh the proving grounds and stuff um they actually had a satellite um that they were bringing back material i think it was from the moon or something like that they actually had it land out in the utah desert like they directed it out yeah so and this was about five or six years ago that it it was hot and heavy on this story about the new area 51 and like people started asking questions and then all of a sudden poof silence right Yeah. So so I think I think that you know I mean we've got um out in Twila you know we got the burn plant for the chemicals and we have the Dugway proving grounds which is a missile bombing range and all of that good stuff. But beyond that because you can't get past the missile range and the bombing range out there, there's an area out there owned by the government that nobody gets to. So is that the new area 51 that they talk about? Because then if you think about it in what you're saying, Bobby now that puts skinwalker blind frog um the new base and area 51 almost in a in a in a line that yeah, that would go from from like northeast all... to south
2: right and and i was just like i said i was curious about that and i know that like we, we you brought up several times is the you know the original owner before he sold it um had a contract for uh you know ufo recovery
1: you know, well, you ever heard about the Black Satellite? Uh-uh. No, oh, well, that's a new one. Black Satellite. So, there's like, for a longest time, we couldn't really figure out, like, we could get, like, um, you know, satellites to go around, you know what I mean? Well, there is pictures, and people. some people say that this satellite is like, you know, 10,000 years old, but it goes from North to South Pole. You hmm. know what I mean? And look at it, up, but it is this weird looking thing but they they they, yeah if you look it up it, it, they think that it's an alien satellite because there's right. nobody claims it nobody does anything and we just recently figured out how to go put our satellites like from north to south pole like within the last like you know what is it i, I think know, it's, is many...
0: that a geosynchronous orbit or something like that
1: yeah yeah but they, yeah. they're they using it now to as far as like the you know, the global warming and the melting of the poles and whatnot right. but uh prior you know, I mean, think about it. satellites have only been in the air for you know like 70, 80 years, you know what I mean? Like, right. uh, again, that, how but...
0: did we jump the technology yeah. that far ahead? Like, we the, we yeah. went for Russian Sputnik, yeah. and in a matter of years, we got a, a guy in space in a rocket, right? Hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> I so it, you think yeah. India about went
1: it. to the moon, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, no, shit. Yeah. India's
0: on, you know,
1: yeah, but so. Like I said, but no, like, but they, they have pictures of Black Satellite, too. Right. And uh, again, said, well, you know, well right,
0: let's get it. W- but, you know, playing into what you're saying there is, do you remember, this is probably about five or six months ago, the Pentagon said that they knew that there was a, like a mothership sitting out there. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yes. The Pentagon, somebody in the Pentagon said, Yes, there is like a mothership that is sitting uh, uh, watching Earth. Like it's in our orbit, basically. Yeah,
2: that's what they, when they, they, they had a congressional about it. And just everybody, nobody gives a shit right now because everybody's like, yeah, and then it's just like,
0: poof, that went away, you know? Yep. So again, I, I give credit to Bob Lazar, if anything, just for bringing UFOs to the front and bringing all this stuff. And I mean, you know, then the Tic Tac videos. And I can't think of the the one guy that worked for um, ATIP. Uh, that is now out there. Do you know who I'm talking about? I, the,
1: okay, no, no, discussing all the this stuff. Yeah, he, but what's even great, it's like Mitch McConnell gave him like a $15 million, $20 million budget to go ahead and like, you know, like catalog right. all this stuff. But no, but he's but one did, that helped. You see like, Did you see McConnell like just have that like 30 second freeze? That
2: yeah, was weird.
1: So cool. I
2: thought about it a um, bunch of times and I think. Because I've walked up like that, but I was about to shit my pants.
0: Like yeah. you know oh, what I mean, Jesus, Bobby. I
2: fucking, I've I have, dude. I have froze up like that, and it took all the ounce being I had
0: <laughs> not
3: to
2: fucking let go.
0: Oh, man. There, it was like there goes our
3: deal. family program. That's like best case scenario for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, I don't even know how we went down that rabbit hole right there. I, I just
2: I needed to give a little well, bit of no. clarification of what I felt like happened to the man. I, Stu's I over I, here, he thinks the goddamn, the devil touched him on the elbow and, yeah. and pretty much
0: uh, You know what happened. I know exactly what happened, Bobby. <laughs> you stabbed the wrong damn voodoo doll. Yes. That's what happened.
3: Damn it, Bobby.
2: <laughs> no, no. It's your fault. You know, watch your mouth, Fred. So watch your I, mouth. Point, can... You killed Mitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fucking oh, him. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: <sighs> uh, you, know, no, I, I, you know, like, it's like when you remember that there's an alien mothership about the fucking invade <laughs> You know what I mean? Where he just sat there and just like, just off in his face, like, oh, my God, like Havana right? syndrome or some shit. Well,
2: you so, know, the whole plan was that, and I brought it up before, is if you go and read Operation Bluebeam, is that is... That was like their whole plan. Eventually, was to uh, the CIA was to form a one-world government, and they needed a common threat. So, yeah, eventually they were. If you re- if you read it, was the plan was to um, say there are aliens. We're going to be invaded. We all need to band together as one world, you know, and go under one directive, and, and that was going to nope. be our common enemy, like
1: the damn movie Independence Day. Right, hmm. so that so, one of Reagan's to the UN. Reagan gave a speech to the UN, and he, he talks about it. he's like, I often like you know, like hope or wonder you know if we were invaded invaded by aliens, how we could all come together and forget our differences. Yeah, right. that was for Reagan. To-
0: mm-hmm. So here, here's what I think for a second part of this podcast because I mean we've already decided Lazar. our. Not who he says he is, but he helped bring the UFO stuff to light in a sense. But, you know, we're starting to talk about how, how where the UFOs and stuff like that could lead us in. And you brought it up, Bobby Edgar Mitchell, and that the Apollo astronaut, well, even the Mercury astronauts started seeing things. And I think we should delve into that because of the space program and how these guys were seeing stuff. And a matter of fact, Apollo 11 refused to say on a hot mic, what was following them because they knew that NASA would cancel the mission and, and have them return home and not do the landing. Oh, shit.
2: Let, oh, let me yeah. ask you this, Gary, because I, and I cannot remember where was it? And I know it was a mountain range where supposedly they were doing test experiments with aliens, like basically working with them. Who was that, that, that brought that up? Um, there was a guy that there was a whole ep- deal about it he uh
3: the majestic says,
2: well no they like I want to say it was in the, it might have been in Colorado or uh New Mexico but it's supposedly there was a base um underneath the mountains where they were uh working with aliens like and he the guy actually saw them. I'll have to dig into it again but i watched something yeah. about it not long ago and I want to say yeah, it was I either mean, in the Cheyenne mountains or because there's supposedly a you know Extraterrestrial base in Alaska, one in Colorado, uh, what is it, Dulce, uh, New Mexico? And um, then off of like Catalina, right?
1: Catalina Island. Yeah, uh, yeah supposed supposed the underwater ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. I, thi- I, so they- I think we should delve more into the whole UFO thing with NASA, uh, yeah. the, you know, the space program and, and, and stuff like that because you know again we talked about apollo 11 they went 15 minutes on quote the medical channel and yeah. um i'll i'll find the the uh stuff about the ham radio operators that actually um uh, tuned into that frequency and heard what they were talking about no shit well, hey
1: gary yeah you also need to look up There was two italian brothers i want to say they're from italy and oh, what yeah. they did was with- they actually built a lot of their stuff, and uh, they would intercept a shit ton yep. of the space. Those, like, those uh, are
0: the two. Guys, I believe those are the two guys that intercepted the Apollo Eleven uh, transmission.
1: Also, Fifteen you, minute. Yeah. Well, they have they have ones where they actually they have like that. They've intercepted like Russian like um, astronauts burning up, and Russia never oh, yeah. said anything. Yeah, things like that. And then also like, um, did you ever hear about? I can't remember if it's China i think it was china well there is this um one of their uh one of the guys went up and it was like an unmanned thing well once he gets up there he's like you know by himself and he has to do this abnormally like it's a lot i can't remember how many times he went around but it sounded like somebody was knocking on the door
0: on on the capsule yeah
1: yeah but he wouldn't say anything but it sounded like somebody was like do that'd
0: be freaky Um, it, that would be the so, time I'd pull a Bobby and be all like, and yeah, try to really? hold it in.
2: Man, I'm telling you, if <laughs> you get out in West Texas, you start eating that Tex-Mex or some of that stuff out of them food trucks, man, it'll get to you.
0: So yeah.
2: I, was, I will never do one, that if is, I go into space. This is the one, Gary, I was telling you about. So it, this place is supposedly, um, the first claims of this base were in the 30s. and And it's in northern New Mexico. Um and uh it's supposedly supposed to have house uh supposed to be a seven-story underground uh military facility there. And the guy's name was Snyder is what it was. He uh supposedly that's where they had like a uh a, an underground battle with these aliens. They're like subterranean aliens that had killed ended up killing like 60 humans, is what they're what they they proclaim about it. But the guys that that are talking about it, like these aren't quacks like these this guys are uh this guy Paul Benham uh Benowitz is how you say his name he's a, a known physicist um and become involved in all this and uh okay. he said he had been well, picking up electronic signals yeah. and that they were well, coming from underground
0: yeah let's oh, let's here, get uh, into that uh, on the second part of this like i said let's um at least well, just,
1: uh everybody picks like a base or something like that we all like so we don't step on each other's toes. We all like come back and just basically say what we're looking at, and then do like uh, research on it, and then we'll fucking drop it on the show. All right. Well, and, I'll, yeah. I'll,
0: tell, I'll tell you what. If you if I drop the Are they out there? And you saw my back wall. It's nothing but Apollo astronauts that are signed, yeah. and I I've got all but like three moonwalkers behind me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I'm a total. When it comes to that I'm, uh, Apollo space nut, I mean, I, I'd be more than happy to look into that because, you cool. know, um, it, there was just so much going on in, in those days, you know. What it, about the stuff.
1: dark side of the moon? The, remember, we talked about the Russians sending up a fucking rocket to the moon? Remember, we were talking about something we're like, man, I would suck and crash. Guess what crashed into the moon just recently? Yeah. <laughs> Right before I, I the Indian about is, it because India put theirs on. It.
2: I, I brought. It, I think me and you talked about it Stuart. or not. But I used to be a worry for me. I was like, "What if somebody just blows up the damn moon?" Oh man, you know, because yeah, like it was. Uh, you know, it's it, all it's over. Affect, <laughs> it affects our tides and everything else, but
3: agriculture's done.
2: They, they
3: everything.
2: You know, China has got rights to mine the moon now because they're saying that the moon does. Is jet fuel.
1: Yeah, oh no, it, it is. They, yeah, they the, figured out the moon. they use a tune of that shit, and it will power like one of the biggest cities in like uh in China. It's like super Bro. clean, so, super clean power. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I want to tell you, they better not mine on my part of the moon because there was yeah. a deal way back when that they were selling little plots of the moon or whatever, and that bought me a plot on the moon. <laughs> so they better not buy, mine on my shit, right? <laughs> so sure. that's all I'm saying okay. right yeah. there. Oh, no. uh, so all right so you well you got to climb clear. on
1: the moon right? no, there, there's, there's, i there, do I remember, I remember like in like early like uh early to mid 2000s they were people that were talking like it's been a legitimate like thing they're trying to figure out like mining operations on the moon you got to get the moon one fourth the size of earth well i, I mean,
2: right? I mean I don't it's know a see, jumping point I, I mean, i've also heard speculation that the moon is hollow if you look at the, the way that the craters that and stuff are
3: on, there'd still be gold, there'd still be elements there because it, it's all combining oh. computers. Like, there, let's there, get there, a gold mining crew up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, gravity free. The gold would fall slower.
1: Or no. Well, you know what they want, right? Like he's trying to basically, he wants to be able to build, like, you know, um, you know, uh, civilizations on Mars and whatnot, but You know, to become like a billionaire, you know, extremely rich, you always got like whatever plan you use is always has like three different, you know, three different things. So I guarantee one of his missions is to get get mining operations done. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: They all are. All
0: right. Well, let's wrap this up um, uh, for tonight. Um, I want to thank you, Fred, for joining us. Stuart, Bobby, as always. And, uh, again, everybody, you know, are they out there? The number one at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll continue this on uh, on a second episode. So appreciate it, guys, and we'll talk here soon.
2: Later.